other than Paul Bossy, who runs the 100 Raw Federation, and then wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, pop. Certain certain guys from certain Federation, Cleveland Federation got popped for drug, yeah. you know, for steroid abuse. All right, welcome to the Mesfit Mafia podcast. Back at you, we're all socially distanced here uh, with the Doctor Swole Bro. We got. And we've got uh, Anna. Anna with us today. She's going to be Woo! dropping some dropping some insight about being life as a six year old. Okay. Yeah. And Why then. Are you talking, <laughs> I'm talking to someone. <laughs> I am. I'm talking to the mic. The mic's right there. And then we got Lee Sandlin. And I got to tie her shoe real quick. So uh, what's up, guys? If you never wear shoes, you don't have to tie them. I agree. That's, that's my motto. Yep. That's why. That's my Actually, motto with pants. I'll, I'll tell you one of the ultimate, ultimate fat guyisms is that a long time ago I decided I would just tie my shoes when I first got them and then slip them on and off. I haven't tied my shoes in like forever. Yeah, like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't untie, retie. I just tie them and slip them on like like sandals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But everybody knows I don't I don't lift with shoes either. So no. Yeah. No. And everybody has the same response, right? When you don't lift with shoes, they always say like, "What was a weight falls." No, no lifting shoe or no tennis shoe. The same thing that happens yeah. if you're wearing shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Either so way, you have a crushed toe. You lose your toes. So what you eating there? Kodiak cakes with uh, butterscotch chips. That's crazy. That sounds amazing. They are amazing. I didn't think vegans could have Kodiak cakes. I'd offer you one, but only have five. <laughs> Nate, Nate is Dr. Vegetarian, Mr. Uh, vegan. 90% vegan, 100% vegetarian. Yes, yes, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Whey protein is the one that gets me here and there because yeah. the pancakes are yummy. Yeah, I agree. Look at that street. Amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing street. So you guys been training in the garage? Yep. I just saw you you crush four... 420, 425, 420, 420 with our satanic easy bar. Yeah, Mark Messer at MesserFit owns the world's most challenging, awful easy squat bar that we've borrowed. <laughs> it is, it is the worst. It is the shortest handles. It has the yeah. It's just, it's just gross. Yeah. I watch other kids. Uh, Lift on the internet with their high-end fancy <laughs> yeah. easy squat bars, and they do like a lot of weight. And I'm like, yeah. I feel so small and weak. Yeah. And then yeah. I realize when I get to try one of those bars, I'm like, oh, yeah. We always joke about uh, Messerfit having like the uh, the old school Eastern block or like uh, you know the uh, Russian like training methods where if like, he dies, he dies. Yeah. We have, we have old school like plates here. We call them the Mordor plates. <laughs> That say they weigh forty five pounds, but they weigh fifty five. They're like in yeah. kilos instead of pounds. Like twenty five pound plate over there. I was gonna throw it in the bar. I'm pretty sure it was forty. And so then we have this. Out. We have this random eleven pound plate. It's actually marked as an eleven pounder. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so you can work the balance out if you're right side dominant. That's always fun. Yeah. And when I'm struggling with mobility, Mark always turns the place all the plates face down. And I have to <laughs> squat down and pick them up just to put them on the bar. I like how you you. Uh, you said when you struggle with mobility. <laughs> There's that one shining moment after your lifting session where I can like like bend over and touch the ground with that. Yep. Like one moment, the rest of the time I'm out. Like the rest of the time I can't do it. Literally, Anna is now climbing out the window when the door is wide open. But whatever. So yeah, there's 
the only time I, I, I was like, wow, Lee's mobility is amazing. He decided to rupture his uh, entire pelvis and split it in half. I was like, this is the best he's ever lifted. And then it's kaboosh. I was hypermobile for a minute. <laughs> you were hypermobile. He told, me, he told me it's the best he'd ever felt going into a competition, right? Yeah. Like this morning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So life lessons you learn, though, is that, that Mark and I went out to the World Championships in Oregon when I, when I got blown up. Mark would get up every day and like do exercise stuff with that. And I had my old school like fat powerless mentality. I'm like, I'm gonna rest and be ready for this competition. I'm not gonna walk. I'm gonna lay in bed for seven days. <laughs> like legit. I I Okay, so i I haven't traveled with very many people. I travel I've traveled alone most of the time or with my wife. And literally we get to the hotel and Lee goes to sleep. He doesn't wake up. For like 24 hours, like, like legit, like I woke, wake up in the morning, I go get coffee, I come back, he's still asleep. I, I'm like, okay, so I go down to the lobby, I hang out in the lobby for hours, play on my computer for hours, come up, he's still asleep. I go get lunch, he's still asleep. I, I go get more coffee, he's still asleep. Like literally did not wake up for an entire day. So we agree on the So to my defense, though, I sleep four hours a night for the last like thirty years. Yeah. But uh, but I will say this: that is a great podcast idea because the idea is that uh, like things you used to believe. Yeah, yeah. That now you realize we're total garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The reality is, uh, like you know, like any kind of socialism working or anything. Like <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, but I think in my in my early lifting days, I had this idea that. That like if you What's worked. What's going up up there? There's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't matter. Why is it everything up there? But if you but if you work but if you work out at all, like you had this one lump total of energy, and then if you used it at all, like lifting, mm-hmm. that somehow it would be gone. Yeah. Like we used to talk about this taper of, like you would taper for a while and then you would you know meet you don't reach tapers or that, but then like the week before, you would like do nothing. I mean like a lot of people held that like, right. dear, you would just oh. shut. So advice you got, you've been watching the National Geographic, you watch too many live videos. Like, he sleeps 23 and a half hours yeah, a day, yeah. never he's, stretches, he's gets up, up runs up. down his food, eats and goes back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But now I think I'm gonna we're gonna run Not a we're gonna, we're gonna run a we're gonna run a fit foundation over and taper here for the summer. And uh, I've already told Mark that I believe that this time around, being older and wiser that I'm probably going to train all the way up until the Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Before the meet, you know, probably decently training, you know, something into the... This is something I've been telling him for about, I don't know, five years. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like, Lee, you don't need to take two weeks off, I promise. But you know, you know, the, you know the Messer Fit mantra is, though? Yeah. You have to have a catastrophic injury that involves getting metal in your body before you get on the record board. You have to have that. Metal in your body, or else you don't get on the record board. Yeah, so we, gotta, we we don't we don't we learn from our mistakes around here, but we gotta we definitely make them. We definitely we, have to make on them. purpose. Ugh. So what's going on with you, Doctor Swolbro? I'm just living the dream, man. We were just talking. Apparently, quarantine made me a much better squatter. It did. I think you're leaner too. The leaner thing's funny because I'm up 11 pounds, so that one I'm not I'm not understanding. But you know, whatever. Are you Nate, up in muscle Nate, mass? Nate, Nate and I are going to race to 400, and that's not our bench press. <laughs> <laughs> Nate closed the gap hard. And then became in strong with the snack challenge of, uh, yeah. of uh, April there. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, my muscle mass was up a little the last time I got on Curtis, but uh, I don't know. I don't feel like uh, 
about to get back into some cardio shenanigans because yeah. you know I carried something up the steps the other day and I was like, well, I'm out of breath. Yeah, it truly is amazing being literally half the human that you're standing right next to. That's that's uh, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> we also believe that Curtis re- rewards borderline behavior. <laughs> Curtis, Curtis, I don't know. I think Curtis rewards like the harder you live, the more points you get from Curtis. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what, yeah. what on that thing's taught me over the years. Drug, sex, and rock and roll. All of a sudden, you get a lot more uh, yeah, lean mass. You're super lean, and yeah, I, I literally counted calories, like did cardio. Like eight clean and that for like three months, and Curtis said I put on like eleven pounds of fat. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about Curtis. If I got to four hundred, I'm pretty sure I'd get to twenty percent body fat on Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> up to four hundred. That seems to be the trend with Curtis. And if you're confused about what Curtis is, he's our in body machine that, <laughs> that has been named Curtis. So. You know about donuts. Yeah, we've talked about donuts. We need to put a donut on there and see if it actually. Let's <laughs> <Do it. laughs> try and measure a donut. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think those things are though that obviously you know when you're talking about calorie balance. Whenever you're trying to be working that negative, it's impossible to put on. You can't make something from nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when you're excessive, you're at least when you train hard, you're guaranteed to put on some sort of yeah. muscle tissue. You know. So one thing I think that's the guarantee. Yeah. May not be that we. And it, I think the greatest debate we could ever have <coughs> in lifting in general. COVID. The greatest thing we never have, though, is that, that, that there's this huge chasm between being healthy, you know what I'm saying, and being strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, that, that's, the idea is that you could eat you know, all you want, train all you want, and get really strong, but it's not necessarily going to make you... Hashtag 1970s, 1980s. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not healthy, for <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not mutually inclusive, you know what I'm saying? They can yeah. be mutually exclusive, so... Yeah. Um, so I think that's the idea for all of us is that when I was talking to Mark the other day, the guy that's getting ready to break, break the bench best record, uh, he, already, well, he already owns it, Julius Maddox. Yeah, yeah. Owns it, but he's going to go for 800 here like in a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he and I are the same height, but he weighs 440 pounds. He's 100 pounds more than you. Yeah. Or not, what is it? Like 80, 80 pounds. Yeah, 80 pounds more than me. It's amazing. You know what I mean? That's, that's just unbelievable to think about. And then, uh, then uh, Eddie Hall and I are the same height. We're both 6'3". And he weighed, what, 440 when he was the world's strongest man or something like that. Yeah. Well, his, look, his neck looked like it was going to explode out of his shoulder. Oh, he was oh, yeah. red in the face. <laughs> all those dudes, like, I watch all those dudes when they train up for their competitions, particularly the strongman guys. Yeah. It's amazing how much leaner they are when they're not training for a competition as to when they are. I mean, they literally eat themselves up 30 pounds. Well, they, yeah, they for sure. For the competition. And yeah. they do it on purpose. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, I like to see the results in that uh, the one documentary I was talking about, Warren Strong, mm-hmm. they had opened it up where a doctor would go in and look at like the effects on their body when they put on that weight that fast. Sure. Because when uh, Eddie competed at the Arnold, I believe it was in 2017. He literally put on 30 pounds in like a month and a half or two months or whatever. Yeah. And so if you've ever seen the documentary just him, he talks about trying to maintain weight. And for him, right, like he walks in and opens up a suitcase and dumps it on the, the other bed in the room. It's like full of Snickers and Reese Cubs. <laughs> yeah, it's like a suitcase full of candy, right? Because trying to keep his weight up was like a real issue for him. Whoa. So, and um, it's crazy because then, then Thor and Brian Shaw weigh, weigh around the same. But they have like six, eight, six, nine frames. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they carry it much better on the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, it's it's crazy to think about that. Somebody weighing you know weighing like eighty more pounds than I do. You know, the same. Yeah, that's uh, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, a small you know a small woman. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's like yeah, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. 
well, you guys aren't that much taller than me, and you have a full, you have a full-grown man that's bigger than me. On sure, you. sure. <laughs> yeah. It's also funny, too, so you think about how big I am until I see pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, I particularly have a gym picture of me standing next to Jay. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. those moments where I'm like, and then I like see some other people, and I'm like, hmm, I'm really way bigger than I think, right? Well, like, she, like, I'm that dude that walks into this, and I'm like, bumping into stuff, and I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not bumping into things. <laughs> yes. And I see pictures, and I was like, that's probably one of my that's, that's, probably, that's probably why. Yep. You, you, know, always, you always realize how big you are when you're on an airplane. Yeah. Oh, airplanes are the worst. How much you 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 spill into somebody else's like seat? Yeah, yeah I know that very well. Yeah. Hashtag frontier. Hashtag <laughs> two warriors <laughs> with Lee. Uh, Mark and I got on a plane that one. Mark, why is your head crammed into the top of that corner? <laughs> I've gotten on planes before where I could literally almost touch both sides with my hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, the uh, let's talk about. What we're planning on for gym reopen. So we're <clears throat> we're probably going to uh, have to do signups is what what I'm thinking, and we'll we'll basically set up 90 minute training blocks, and you'll have to pre sign up for those. Um, we're <clears throat> we're going to kind of go into probably a different a different route with uh, kind of individual design and then having a, 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 a head coach overseeing time blocks uh, so everybody will have uh, have access to that coach um, we'll probably have a restriction on group fitness most likely um, people have to won't be any more uh, gym chalk you'll have to kind of bring your own things there um, no more showering for and probably until phase three. If you're following any of this, you know what that means. Um, hand sanitizer when you walk in. I'm going to get a, uh, a, a shoe sanitizing mat. So basically, you're, it's a it's a mat that's filled with our Centos liquid, and you'll just step on it, step on a towel, and walk onto the gym floor. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, and then just wiping everything down constantly. So those are kind of the things that that we'll be going into shortly. Um, and so going to be a close on during the sauna. Is that going to be required now too? Close on during the sauna. Just curious how we're moving forward with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, the more sweat, the better. So we're going to put all our clothes on. <coughs> Trash bags. Yes. Trash bags only. Yes. Yeah. But it, it, the heat kills it, so it really doesn't matter. We can all sweat in there together. <laughs> but it should, it's going to be a big change, I think, for the, for the industry and for the gym itself, going back to, really back, going back to original, original thought of us op- when we opened. So. Well, I think uh, not on the same note as reopening, but I think the idea of getting back, like we talk about being made in Nate's garage, though, getting back to basics has actually been really, really good I mean, for myself, and apparently Nate, like technically, like getting back to some, you know, basics of that has been really, really good. Yeah. So any any time you have, I think I think I said Mark an article about uh, Alexia, mm-hmm. the great Russian lifter, over that, and he was talking about an injury that he had, like catastrophic. He thought he was never going to come back, but it made him rethink everything. So anytime you take a pause in life, yeah, where you get a chance to be introspective and you reconsider and you redesign, yeah, everybody in history, uh, like Michael Jordan walking away, you know, even they might have forced out, you know, what I'm saying, but the idea of coming back. To kind of reignite that fire, there's that the idea is that sometimes re reinventing yourself and reinventing things is not a negative. Oftentimes, it turns out to be a better yeah yeah yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, and it's it's just kind of walking that balance between uh, finding the most, I mean, as a business, finding the most profitable model within the restrictions that you've been given because, like, they're going to, the state will be dictating basically how you can operate. Sure. So that, that um, really, <laughs> really, you have to be very inventive inside that, inside that, those parameters. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't kill community. It just makes everybody have to try to find new ways to find community. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, we're going to have to, we're going to keep, uh, keeping it online. Um, and it, 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 my daughter's completely Clean. cleaning the windows. I love it. Keep going, Anna. But, uh, <laughs> well, never been so clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be an interesting, interesting concept to see how people react to it. And, um, but you added that online tool. So once again, going forward, yeah. you're actually getting more access. So once again, you got to bring that balance, that online factor could be something that people really, yeah. really enjoy on top of all that. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. They've enjoyed, they've enjoyed it. Cause when you're away from the gym now, you have an option. So you could be engaged to the, you know, at the gym 24, you know, anytime you want to be. So, yeah. 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 And I think we're just going to continue to build that out even more. Well, I think, I think Mark and I talked about it, about doing it, maybe an online uh, uh, cache of uh, like exercise movements on, on demand video mm -hmm. that will help people, you know, even when they're not, when they're away. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm on business, like, okay, how do I do this exercise? And then, you know, it'll be shit. Yeah, so I think, yeah. yeah. There's so much, there's so much cool product. I mean, I've been using True Coach for, <clears throat> since it was, first came out as FitBot. And so having that, that platform to do individual design from, that's super easy and, and, We'll just build out from there even more. So, yeah. You guys got anything else? We just wanted to get back together, get something scheduled on the books, and we'll uh, we'll continue rocking this on a Monday. So we'll have something new for you every week. Now, now, the one thing I will say that I hope the world recognizes, especially the United States, the one thing I do recognize is that that how transcendently valuable the gym is relative to just being a good or a service. Oh yeah. The idea is I hope people are realizing now more than ever that, that for mental health, for me it's a sanctuary because my main job, uh, I've always been a trainer in my whole adult life, but my main job is I, you know, I work with the drug addicted, the poor, the homeless, things like that. For me to get away from that for a little bit and have that reprieve uh, is so valuable that I can't imagine without having an outlet that isn't you know, around. And I love my hurt and broken, I love my people, but to have that outlet. Uh, and so now we see people with, like in the healthcare people, people under stress, police officers, law enforcement, people, you know, I'm not putting myself in that category, but, I'm saying, but people that deal with, have stressful jobs, which everybody has their own stress too. Yeah. They have something that's just solely dedicated to their enrichment where they can find community. And that is, it's so valuable. So the fact that they're treating it, and I'm not running on an anti-government thing, like you, but, but the fact that they've treated it like it's just simply a recreation, recreation I think is totally faulty. I, I think, I think it's a, uh, I think whether it be libraries, I think whether it be something that's intellectual, uh, whether it be something that is uh, that is fitness related, all those things are are you know, the enrichment of the soul, the mind, the body, and all that. Are so churches are so valuable that we we can't label them as just uh, recreation or non essentials. Mm -hmm. well, I think even beyond that, though, right with the gym, I mean, the more the more in shape you are, the more prepared you are to handle. Yeah, they come oh. up, right? Like other sicknesses and things like that. Of course. So the less, I mean, so ideally, you know, not working out for three months because of something like this is probably not, not it's, ideal. It's not going to put you actually suboptimal, right? Because yeah. it's going to put you in a bad situation. Of, yeah. You're going to be much more vulnerable to other things, right? Not to mention restricting your ecosystem to not have to deal with anything. Yeah. Yep. 
and then the cardiorespiratory aspect in this, in this disease, this virus is so big, but Mark and I talked about it in the past. I think every time I've had to do rehab, which has been a couple times in my life, uh, you know, like physical rehab, the, the being used to pain and the pain of rehab is so vital in the fact that in, in training, you're used to that, that progression, yeah. that goal, you know, having a, having a block, having a, and then also knowing what pain feels like and knowing how to manage it mm-hmm. is so valuable in life, even in, even in more emotional things, learning how to cope with pain through the gym and learning how to deal with you know, tough situations. I learned more about dealing with tough situations. You know what I'm saying? My, my faith is, is beyond valuable to me, but learning how to cope with just general pain in life through the gym has been yeah. so valuable. Like, you know, so yeah. yeah, it's a lesson that you can't learn, you know, maybe in a military situation, maybe like, but where you learn how to just deal with pain on a regular basis, how to manage, it's just, Oh yeah, it's I huge. Don't, I don't be that guy, but didn't you just tell us you stopped drinking energy drinks like 48 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> He's back on it. <laughs> I, changed, I changed my whole, I changed my, I changed my whole ethos on that. We we yeah. we readjusted. Mark and I talked. <laughs> we've decided we that just in the last 30 minutes. We've just, we decided that him having one energy drink a morning was not really the issue. It was the 14 diet Mountain Dews that he has at lunch that was gotcha. right. okay. that I, was really the problem. I just asked the question, and, 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 and I'm making it attempt to get rid of every, I'm try, and I'm trying to get rid of everything because uh, when I was doing my uh, uh, when I was trying to do the the calorie based um, you know partitioning yeah, yeah the reality was it opened the door for a lot of bad things so so my new goal is to just slowly step down and reduce is to get rid of uh, get rid of uh, you know change everything out from uh, anything you know um, uh, refined to things that are more natural so you know more fruits you know things like that as opposed to more yeah. uh, dessert type things like that so that, that, I mean that's the new goal is to turn everything into more uh, whole food as opposed to yeah so the energy drink is the one reprieve I give myself to have that yeah so and also when you look at the upper limits of sucralose we were deciding that I was being probably too much of a teetotaler in the regards to like 1500 milligrams yeah. and these have next to nothing so the idea is that I was no weird what was pushing me to the limit where I was having like short term memory loss was the all the diet soda and all the other diet <laughs> and the lack of sleep well yeah I don't sleep at all lack so. of lack of healthy sleep more than that what do you do for lunch I have 14 diet <laughs> sure sure <laughs> I love was, was, was it LeBron or who, who was the guy that said you can't uh, you can't uh, you can't overtrain. You can only undereat. That's my. I want, I want to take that life philosophy. Yeah. Like, whenever I need energy, I just eat more. Yep. Yeah. And on that, we will close this this episode out, and we will see you next Monday. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh. <laughs>